Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Imagine Faith Talk, the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything that you've been called to be. And today, we're talking about what it means to birth something into the world, birth something of significance that can only come from your uniqueness, right? Donovan and I have been talking about this a little bit because, you know, it's Christmas time. It's the holiday season. First of all, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everybody who's out there, everybody who's been following our podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for for being a part of this journey with us because at the end of the day, we're on a journey, all of us, to be high performers with higher values, operating in our highest nature. And we know that with what we're called to do to birth something into the world in whatever sector or sphere of life that you're in, whatever community that you're called to to reach, whether it's your family community or whether it's your church community or whether it's the greater world at large, birthing something into the world of significance is something that is challenging. It's exciting. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of anxiety that could be around it. And so how do we go about doing what the Lord God Almighty did with Mary, birthing the Son of God into the world. How do we do the exact same thing and whatever God has called us to do? Donovan, I mean, yeah. it's a big topic, man. I mean, it is. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not to the significance of bringing the Savior of all mankind into the world, but what you have still has, it plays a significant role in the body of Christ, in um, the era of humanity, right? And so we look at some of the challenges that Mary may have had, you know, with being a virgin. One, like, uh, this is not possible. Prepare yourself to do the unlikely, is what I would say to you. And then looking at Mary, you know, she, well, she's not married yet. And how is she going to explain this to the culture she's in? Be willing to be countercultural. That's what I would say to you. And then, so we're looking at Mary continued progress about like she went looking for confirmation and affirmation from specific people because her situation was new to her. Get around people who can understand God doing something new. There's a lot of people who everybody's going through a new season. Not everybody has truly embraced it. So find someone who's embraced a, a new season, embraced a new transition, made a big career shift or made a big leap of faith. Sit with them, sup with them and see what that experience was like for them. Glean off of their experience. I will say that to you. And I think that those three things in particular could really tie into anyone who feels like, yeah, God is birthing something through me. How do I prepare for this? Not just with skills and talents, which is my you know, physical contribution, but mentally and emotionally. What does it mean to birth this and then steward it once it's here? You know, that's so good. And why I also love that is that I almost feel like in certain ways, God is a God of the countercultural, right? He sees what's going on in culture it's moving in one certain way. And I think a lot of the prayer of my heart is that whenever God asks us to birth something, it's truly influenced by his light and by his glory so that when it stands in the world, people go, this looks like nothing that's out there in the world. I'm confused by this. This doesn't exactly make sense to me, but the light of God and the light of what we're called to do is supposed to shine into the dark places of the earth. Right. And not only that with, with, with how God was working through Mary, like what he was trying to do, he understood what the culture would think about Mary. God knew. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Oh, wait, it's a virgin girl. And she was, what, 13 to 16 years old, maybe. She is about to, or I think she is already betrothed to, to, to her husband, Joseph. But Or no, I don't think she's betrothed yet. And people are looking to her like, okay, you're not betrothed. And you're pregnant? 
what does that look like to everybody else? Bruh. To, to everybody else, you look like you have done something wrong. You've done something counter, not even the culture, but religion. But they don't understand the place where they actually came from. Mm. It's wild. You think about what you just said is hilarious. Why would God put you in a situation like totally? Reminds me of Job. Like, why, God, why is God nominating me for these situations that are supposed to be blessings, but I really ruin my reputation with men? It really like puts me in a bad light in my community. And I, and I was sitting here just thinking about why you were talking like, man, we care about stuff that God doesn't really care about. And I, I know a few pastors, churches I've been to have said, like, pray for the heart that loves what God loves and hate what God hates and eyes that focus on what he wants you to focus on. And I think a lot of times, you know, our reputation and how people perceive us and, you know what I'm saying, and just how things are going to look and how the people are going to feel about what God called us to do. Sometimes the biggest hindrance, sometimes the biggest emotional blocker keeps us from feeling excited, keeps us from having confidence and walking fully in what God has called us to do. So what you said is hilarious. I don't, I don't know the answer to why uh, God would do that except for his glory. I think that's something we need to always pay attention to. Where can God be glorified in this instead of worrying about how am I, how might I be penalized by my culture in this? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's so funny talking about that. Like God does not care about reputation. I mean, look at Jesus. He was the most canceled person huh. in his culture. <laughs> Jesus, who is the most significant and most influential person in history, was the most canceled person at that time. That's why. To the point that he actually died. Right? Legit got canceled physically. Like, legit, exactly. Legit got canceled. What they thought they did. Reboot. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus came to reboot three days later. (laughs) Exactly. But it's crazy what you're saying about that, right? 1 Samuel 16 7. This was on my heart when you said that. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, looks at the reputation, looks at what bling you've got on. Man looks at that to see whether you are worthy of the status or worthy of bringing something into the world. But the Lord, the King of Kings, God Almighty, who has created you and formed you for purpose, looks on the heart. That's why I think so many times it's not whether you are equipped for what you're birthing into the world. It's whether you are willing. It's so funny. I was talking to a friend of mine um, who lives in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He works for this TV studio called Hope Studios. And I was talking with him about just his job because he, he went out into the world, d- did a lot of amazing things with, you know, the, the Tyler Perry's of the world in the kind of Hollywood entertainment industry in Atlanta. And then now he's running a, 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 a Christian studio and he's in his early thirties. And he goes, I mean, I have some experience, but I'm not an executive like that. And he said, he went to his backyard and he said, God, what, what you're calling me to do is pretty expansive to really yeah. make you know, different media out there in the Christian world. That's very, very new. And I don't know why in the world you would have me do this of all people. I don't feel qualified to birth this new thing into the world. And he said, whenever he was on his porch and he closed his eyes and wanted to hear from God, he said, he heard the Lord say, it's because you were willing. And I think Mm. that's just the, the heart posture of, those that are supposed to birth something into the world, like, are you willing to be utilized? Because God Almighty, as I'm learning, 
it might not even just be your skill set that, yes, and maybe it's lacking, but it's the heart that needs to be shown out to the world because what the Lord wants people to see is the heart of God more than the heart of man. So for your heart to be out there in a, whether it's a public way or just for your community, wherever God's called you and placed you to be, that might be the most significant thing that is birthed through your product. When you're yeah. birthing something into the world, now you're in front of people in a way where people go, wait, you're, you're different than the type of person I would see birthing this thing into the world. And now you're giving them, as we've said so many times on this podcast, the thing that they actually need, which is the heart of God, which you can supply because you are connected to the king. So there's a process that God, I believe, will take us through to make sure that his heart is known. And yes, that also means they're birthing something into the world. It's going to take some real time. It's going to take some real patience. I'm not yeah. saying two years, five years. It could probably take you 20 years. You might not birth it until you're in your 50s. Come on, man. And, that, and that's okay. There's not a timeline that identifies if you, are, if you have any significance or if you've been successful. Really, it's just one step of faith at a time. And when you said that willing piece, he's looking for someone who's willing. Willing means, will you trust me? Willing means, will you wait? Willing means, will you continue to strike it? Will you, will you, will you just simply obey? And I like that because I think that when I put it in those terms, it really helps me because a lot of times, you know, in the world they say, how do you eat elephant? You know, one bite at a time. Hate that reference because I love elephants. But the point is that no matter how big or ginormous something seems and you're like, I don't have the capacity or the ability, just one step of faith at a time, one bite at a time because if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're following his word, whenever you feel like you don't have it, you're in a great position because you can always cry out to the Lord, I'm weak, I need your strength. Amen. Cool, I got it, because you're saying my word, right? You know what I'm saying to you? So we have that participation that we can call on at any moment, recognizing that God is not hovering over us like a micromanager waiting for us to mess up. He's our partner, right? And he's our father. And he's all the things that we need. He's the resources. He's a connection. He's, he's your plug, Right? Uh, he's the one who's going to promote you. He, this is like, and it's all based on your heart posture towards him and the things that he's called you to do. And I think that oh, that is man. a great first place um, perspective for us to have as, as we just sit and look at what happened, you know what I'm saying, years ago and during this time and the inspiration we get from Mary and even from Joseph who Amen. doesn't get enough of the spotlight being in that position um, <laughs> about to marry this girl. And you're like, you're, you're what? How do you respond right. when someone close to you received the word from God or in a transition that seems divinely um, um, driven and it's not a lot of factual evidence to support that they're being honest, they're being truthful with you? You know what I'm saying to you? That could be a weird situation to be in as well. But this time of year, I'm just grateful that she had that courage. And I'm mm. grateful for the people around her who partnered with her that we could have, you know what I'm saying, at that point in time, the Savior coming to this world. Like, I know we give all glory to God and, and we're grateful for all that Jesus has done. Um, he's done a lot through women and men in the word. And so that should be a source of inspiration for, for us because we can relate to them and all their frailty and say, man, if I watched them trust God and I saw God do something amazing, I could do it too. Mm. I agree with that, man, 100%. You know, I've, I, I think you and I have talked about this. Even with my own life, I've been I, I, being in the, in the band in, in Pentatonics since I was, you know, 
22, 23. And before that, even when God had called me into music, from then, I guess in 20 years old, up till now, 35, the whole time I go, God, why am I here? What is it that you're asking me, even though I'm in this band? Are there things in me that you're calling, just based off of my own unique personage, you're calling me to birth out into the world? And it's been amazing to see that while I wait on God, and I think we sometimes forget this, that what Jesus was trying to do, and and God Almighty, he's not trying to do something that is unmicrowavable. He is trying to do something that has all of the the beautiful food, the beautiful juices, the beautiful seasonings, right? Because he wants to preserve the saltiest salt out there in the world. And that takes real time. And so that's, it's okay for us to wait on the Lord. And I've just even, even with the music I'm making now, I go, wow, oh God, thank you so much that you have been with me throughout this whole process because I feel like what you're birthing now in me is the best stuff that I've been able to do because I've trusted your path and it doesn't look like anybody else's and that is okay. And so I agree with you, man, as we all think about how we're birthing stuff into the world, just know that we can be countercultural, that his timing is good, that his timing is for our benefit and for the benefit of others and that we can trust him with everything he's called us to be and do. Yeah. Give birth. It's a call to action from your midwives, Kevin and Donovan. Um, (laughs) 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 We love y'all though. We really do. Take this to heart. Absolutely. We love y'all. And remember, love transforms you, purpose defines you, and impact activates you by faith. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a happy holidays with your families. And we'll see you in the new year. 